Blog Talk Radio. Walmart Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Hello, everyone. This is Trina Newby, your business success coach and host, and I'm so glad that you are here with me today. We have some great information to share with you today, a lot going on at WomenAboutBiz.net. And, of course, we'll be finishing on the hot topic for the month, a passion for a follow-up. So, again, we want to welcome everybody both on our Blog Talk platform and also in our Facebook group. Thank you, thank you so much for everybody tuning in and joining us. And, of course, if you missed any of our shows for this month, because this really was a pivotal topic, Um, As you are in the second month of the new year of 2020, it is just so very, very important that you remember that you have got to get yourself focused on what your goals are and what it is that you would like to see happen by the end of this year, 2020. And so this topic, a passion for follow-up, has so much to do with not only the things that you need to follow up with, but it has a lot to do with your leadership skills as well. And so this is a really good reminder of all of the things that need to happen in order for you to develop a really good follow-up system for your business. And so today we're going to be talking about it's all about the workflow. And I'm very excited about it because I have been working on my workflow about biz with a few other of the companies to make sure that I'm properly delegating and that I am properly structuring so that I am not overworked, overstressed, and broke, busted, and disgusted, right? <laughs> okay, so I make sure that money is coming in, that it is flowing into the company. And so today, I'm going to be talking about Five things that are necessary, and this is very important, five things that are necessary for you to build out your workflow system. So definitely you want to have a pen and notepad handy so that you can take some good notes. And of course, the information that I provide to you each Monday is always going to be information that you will be able to put to use in your business right away. It's going to help contribute towards your business growth. And that's what Successful Woman Radio is all about. It has always been meant to provide you with good information that you normally would pay for, but that you can come to the the Successful Woman Radio Show and you can actually hear that information live each Monday from 12 noon Eastern to 1 p.m. And so again, if you have not marked on your calendar to listen to the show, make sure you do so. Now, all of you who have missed this month's shows from the first Monday all the way up until today, um, I definitely want to encourage you to go to womenaboutbiz.net, and that's womenaboutbiz.net, click on podcast in the top white menu bar, and there you will be able to listen to the previous broadcasted shows for this month, uh, because you should listen to them in order 
so that you will be able to really put the pieces together and start developing your follow-up process. Now, I do want to go ahead and make this quick announcement early on in the show today, and that is that coming up on this Wednesday, I will be hosting a Passion for Follow-Up webinar. Now, what's different about this webinar and the information that has been covered on show is that I am going to take it one step further for you, and I am going to actually do a mock business and show you how that business has created an automated follow-up process. I want you to have your aha moments. I want you to understand the inner workings, the backside of what has to happen administratively in order for you to have a really good follow-up process and workflow system. So again, that web that webinar, a passion for follow-up webinar, will be held this Wednesday at 12 noon. Now to register for that, all you need to do is go to our website womenaboutbiz.net. Again, womenaboutbiz.net. And in the top white menu bar, click on events. And from there, you should see exactly what you need to do to get registered. We had we had literally registered, closed out on the registration because we had so many people to register. But we have opened up a few more seats in the webinar. So if you're interested you need to know that we're going to close registration, um, which is today is Monday. We're going to close registration on tomorrow, Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern time, and that is if seats are left. I believe that we will go ahead and possibly be closed out on RSVPs today. So take it from me, the person who's hosting, you need to go ahead and get yourself registered for a Passion for Follow-Up webinar. Again, I'm going to be doing a live demonstration going to few places on web on the website showing you how to connect your email showing you some things that you can do to automate your process of follow-up and workflow so that you don't have to feel overwhelmed or that you are working too hard at this, right? That's what's so very, very important. So again, mark your calendar for Wednesday, February 26th at 12 noon for a Passion for Follow-Up webinar. Again, you can get registered for this webinar at womenaboutbiz.net. Click on events in the top menu bar. I want to say hello to a few people that I see um, live in our Facebook community. Again, Tracy LaVon, welcome, welcome to the Successful Woman Radio Show. Sharon Akers, welcome. And Latasha Holden, welcome. Welcome to the show. And of course, on our blog talk platform, we are almost filled out with individuals who have already dialed in and are listening to the show from their phone or smart device. So thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the radio show. I want to also, for those of you who are new to Successful Woman Radio, I want to just remind you of who we are and what the show is all about. Successful Woman Radio is all about providing you, women in business, with a positive environment where you can be motivated, encouraged, and inspired to create the successful life generating the income that you desire. And that is really the essence of what I wanted this show to be all about. We've been live on the air every Monday for almost 11 years now, and I'm just so grateful and I feel 
so blessed that you have allowed me to come into your space and that you are listening at what I hope is some good advice, good suggestions, resources, and tools to help take your business to the next level. So again, guys, make sure that you mark your calendar for every Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern time. I want to go ahead right now and I want to share a resource with you, something that I don't think a lot of people know about, and I wanted to share it with you so that you could actually check it out. Now, Google has really updated their platform for their Google Sites. Now, you might be asking yourself, what is Google Sites and what is it all about? Well, Google Sites is a responsive website builder created by Google. The beautiful thing I love about Google and why I always talk and, and appreciate Google is that for the micro business owner, for the solo entrepreneur, for the small business owner who is on a budget, there is nothing, and I mean nothing like Google. I am just so... Um, I mean, I'm just so happy about how Google has created all of these various tools that normally would cost you even hundreds of thousands or thousands of dollars, and they are providing these tools advertisement free. Get that, advertisement free. And it's a part of their world mission to make sure that everybody has access to tools and resources to help them communicate effectively over the internet. And so I'm so really appreciate, uh, appreciative for that. And I respect Google for stepping up and stepping out and doing that because they represent such a huge piece of the internet society, right? I mean, they have the world's largest search engine. They own YouTube and several other platforms that you may or may not know about. And so for them to be able to say, hey, you know what, we're making money in so many other ways, we're going to create some free tools and resources, advertisement free, that will help people to better communicate effectively. And so schools nationwide use Google Sites a lot. You have colleges, universities that use Google Sites. And the one thing I will say is that I've been using Google now for about 10 years. And I do consider myself somewhat of a subject expert because I have had to learn from scratch how to use a lot of their products, their tools, and their, their services to connect with each other and to make it happen. So one of the things I'm most impressed with is that in the beginning, when Google Sites came out, it really was not the best of website creators, right? I think they were still fumbling a little bit, trying to figure out what this could be. But now, trust me, it is a whole new world now with Google Sites, and it is a drag-and-drop responsive website builder. Now, I'm not saying that it can replace all websites, because I think at this time, it is good for a static website. And what a static website is, is a website where you don't necessarily have a blog and you're not trying to update that information on a consistent basis like daily or weekly, but it's information that is static. And like if you have a service business or if you um, have a business where 
you may have one or two products or maybe three to five products that, you know, Google Sites might actually work, right? Um, or if you're just getting started and you really need to have that headquarters location online where you can have a professional looking presence, then I think Google Sites will definitely do the job. So with that said, I want to give you and talk about some features uh, that Google Sites has that you may or may not know. So first of all, they are so it's going to look good on your mobile platform, whether you're looking at it from your smart device, such as a notepad, iPad, or from a phone, Android, or iPhone, or whether you're looking at it on your desktop, it is totally responsive. So that's the first thing you need to know. The next thing is that it is so user-friendly. It's freaking crazy how user-friendly this platform is. It is drag and drop, right? And all you need to look at is their tutorial maybe once once or twice, and you pretty much will, will have it. You'll catch on to it pretty quickly. You can also integrate other Google tools with your Google site. So, for example, Let's say if you're having an event and you want people to sign up for this event and for whatever reason you've decided to do it outside of, let's say, Eventbrite and some others and you want people to register, but you're trying to figure out how is that going to happen. Well, with Google Sites, you can actually use their other tool, Google Forms, and you can connect your Google Forms with your Google Sites and have the form embedded right there in your website on Google Sites. So that's really, really good. The other tool that I really like is that it also allows you to embed Google Slides. And Google Slides is kind of like PowerPoint. Pretty much it is similar, the same. Uh, but you can also embed slides into it. So let's say, for example, if you wanted to create a presentation page, uh, whether it's a business opportunity you're trying to share, whether it is a presentation on your services, you have, let's say, five to seven slides that you've already created, you can actually embed those into your Google site, and it will have a left and a right arrow for people to just kind of click through and look at what you are presenting to them, right? Very wonderful. Okay, you can also embed YouTube videos and this is what I really like. Not only can you embed your YouTube videos, but because Google owns YouTube, it really is seamlessly of how they have you being able to do it. So I really, really love that as well. So there are so many things that you can incorporate in Google tools that you can actually use. Now, the other thing that I really love about this, check this out. Um, and this is similar to exactly how WordPress allows you to upload graphics as well. So when you have a Google account, okay, it really does include a suite or a host of services. It includes your Gmail account. Then it includes Google Forms, uh, it includes Google Docs, which is like a word processor, it includes Google Slides, Google Sheets, it includes all of those various features that Google provides, right? So the beautiful thing about all of that is when you also have Google Drive, which is like a cloud drive, right, a drive in the cloud, it allows you to upload graphics and data files 
segment them into folders. And so when you're creating a site on Google, you can automatically input or, or actually insert graphics directly from your Google Drive folder. I absolutely love that. So it really has become quite the thing. Now, again, I wanted to say that if you are looking to have a blog, I think that WordPress still fits the bill for really the best blog format, okay? That is because you're going to want to be consistently updating and changing the information, okay? But I want to just share some things of what I have been able to help clients do with Google Sites on a budget. Because you can also, by the way, you can also connect your domain name to your Google site. So it's not going to just say whatever your site name is .google.com. No, you can connect your domain name and have www.yourdomainname.com, .net, .org, whatever it might be, to your Google site. So some of the things that I have helped clients do recently within the last year uh, with their Google site is I have helped nonprofit, smaller nonprofit community organizations to create a really great static website using Google sites. So it is at no additional cost. So it's really helping them out with the budget. They've been able to attach a domain name and it's worked out really well. I've also helped clients to create um, single, what I call landing pages, because the other thing, oh, I don't know if I told you guys this, you can have unlimited sites with Google Sites. That's a huge thing, right? All hosted on Google servers, advertisement free. So if you guys are wondering why I'm always saying, hey, Google is the bomb, .com, you, you now know why. So getting back to what I've helped clients do. So I've helped clients to create single landing pages. And what, those, what a landing page is, don't forget, is a landing page is the same thing as a website except for it's really all about narrowing down and helping a person to focus on what you're trying to show them. So a landing page doesn't necessarily have a menu bar. It, it only is talking about one particular thing with an opt-in form and usually with some type of compelling offer that they will be able to sign up for and download. Or I've also helped clients to create what I call one-off sales pages, which is one product like a, on a landing page with a description of the product, a, a button and testimonials that fall up under that. And then they are able to do unlimited pages like this. Now, why am I sharing all of this? Because listen, I am a firm believer where there is a will, honey, there is certainly a way to be just as professional. And we can't use the excuses that we don't have the money to do certain things when these capabilities are out there. So it's very, very important for you to know that money cannot be used as an excuse as to why certain things aren't getting done in your company. You can't say, well, I have to wait until I get the money to have a website when Google Sites has professional websites at no cost to you, right? And so, again, I want you guys to definitely just go to Google, 
Google.com, and then put in the search bar Google Sites, and you can learn all about Google Sites and the incredible capabilities that it has done. Um, the other thing that I have helped individuals to do is to create an event site using Google Sites, right? The event site may have uh, a feature of five to six or seven speakers. It can have a sign-up page. It can have an about page, and it can have a registration page with a payment link, I might add. So again, that is quite incredible, right? Yeah. And so you guys check out our today's recommended resource, Google Sites, because even if you already have a website and you've been thinking about doing some standalone landing pages, sales pages, different things like that, Google Site really can serve a huge, it can serve a huge purpose in helping you to create your one-off or your opt-ins or generate leads. It can really, really help you with that. So I hope that you guys are enjoying this, taking some notes and getting this good information. Again, for those of you that have just tuned in, you are listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show. I'm Trina Newby, your business coach. Uh, I am considered a transformation specialist, helping you to transform yourself from where you are now to where you want to be. And of course, I always say that I'm a success coach because for me, it's all about generating that six-figure income or higher that you need in order to, to really change your lifestyle and to see things happen. So again, I'm so excited that you guys are here with me today. Just finished talking about Google Sites and the incredible features that it has. Um, it is totally an updated platform. So again, because it's a total updated platform, um, you have many of the things that a WordPress site has. The only thing that Google Sites has not implemented yet, and I do hear that they are working with that, it does not have a blog platform, meaning where you're updating information and it's making it easy for you to do every single day. Uh, WordPress is still queen on that, but what I will tell you is that, again, Google Sites is good if you're looking to do a landing page, a sales page, a presentation page, an event um, page or a site, uh, or if you are looking to have a static website, a really good information site for your product or services and you're on a budget, this is definitely something that can give you the professional look, okay? So on Wednesday, when I give uh, the webinar, A Passion for Follow-Up, and I'm sorry, guys, something is just, for those of you that are watching me, something feels like it's on my nose and it's just driving me nuts. Anyway, enough about that. But um, on Wednesday, I am going to be actually using a Google site to show you how a businesswoman who's on a budget says, I, I really don't have a whole lot of funds, but I know that I want to do this. I'm going to show you how she's created a Google site, how she's linking the Google site, how she's utilizing free and low-cost services to create an incredible workflow system that's working for her without breaking the bank. So you guys need to definitely make sure that you register for this. 
Again, those of you that have just tuned in, you're listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show with me, Trina. Thanks so much for joining us. I see uh, we have Pamela Boudre. Hey, Pamela, welcome to the show. I see my big sis Daphne is on the show. Hey, sis, how are you today? Miko Cole joined us. Hey, welcome to Successful Woman Radio. And of course, for all of you who have dialed in into the show, I definitely want to recommend and, and, and make sure that you all know, please make sure you join also the community, the Women About Biz community on Facebook if you want to see me live. Okay, you're listening to me live. If you want to see me live, make sure that you join me uh, on our Facebook group. And to get to that group, just go to your Facebook account and in the search bar put Women About Biz group. And that's B-I-Z as in zebra. Okay, very, very important. Okay, so I want to go ahead. Now that we have talked about Google Sites as a great resource, I've told you what you can use it for. You all took good notes, right? We're going to go ahead and we're going to move on to the five questions of focus and action. Again, the five questions of focus and action. Um. I want to make sure that you guys know, because I have had a few people say, Trina, do the five questions of focus and action change every Monday, or are they the same? I want to let you know that they are the same, and our goal of reading the same questions to you throughout the entire year every Monday is first, I choose a set of questions that I have tested out myself. I am actually utilizing them on myself. Number two, these questions being asked every single Monday are helping to reinforce what you need to be doing and helping you to have your many aha moments. Because as you answer these questions, you're going to have two, three, four, five part answers. You're going to take action on a lot of those things that you answer in those particular questions. So again, these questions are meant to help you take yourself to the next level as a leader. Let's go ahead and get started. Question number one, have I prepared my mindset for greatness? Okay, so let me tell you guys what I did this morning. Uh, this morning, I woke up and I sat down uh, in my living room for about five minutes. And my purpose was to just sit there with silence to just allow myself to be in that incredible space that I could call the, the best noise in the world, silence, and just allow myself to have thoughts to just come to me. And guess what the first thought was? The first thought was, you are beautiful. You are successful. And so as I began to really build off of those two things, you are beautiful, you are successful, I began to think about how life is, life is beautiful and that I can have a successful life because I am the one that has been given the authority to build my life in any way that I choose. And I thought about how awesome is it that I have my right frame of mind that I am able to communicate. And yes, yeah, sure, I have a few health issues, but I am able to think, I am able to create, I am able to communicate, I am able to still carry out my dreams and goals. And I thought, my goodness, how incredibly blessed is, 
is that. I am so grateful for that. And I thought about that this morning, but I also thought about as well as I continue to think on that path, I begin to also think about the things that I needed to do to take care of myself. And to take care of myself, I realized that I needed to take care of myself mentally, physically, and spiritually. I needed to continue to build on my relationship with God the Father, the Creator. And I also needed to make sure that I am getting healthy, eating right, eating less of the wrong foods, more of the right foods, drinking plenty of water. And that's something that I feel proud about. I have really beefed up on my water, right? Um, And then in addition to that, I think it's so incredibly important that I have movement, that I am exercising. So I have committed today, I made a commitment to myself that hands down, 15 minutes of exercise every day. I'm not going to put any more stress on that. 15 minutes. I can walk. I can dance. I can lift light weights, but it's going to be some kind of movement. And I can live with that, right? I can do that. And so, again, what I'm trying to show you is that it's so important for you to start your day off with the right mindset for greatness, right? You know, if I tell myself that today I ignore and refuse to allow into my space negative talk, negative thinking, negative people, I will not be going into any environment today that's going to take me to a negative place. And even if I happen to be in a negative environment, not by my own doing. I am going to create a force field of positivity around me so that it does not penetrate my subconscious mind and cause some issues there. Listen, you have to prepare your mindset for greatness. And so morning personal development is essential. It's necessary. And I I do recommend create your affirmations, customize affirmations that mean something to you. Yes, you can get inspired by other people, but create something that's just for you. Here's number two in the five questions of focus and action. What are my goals and priorities for the week? Okay, this is key because as a leader, you have to have the ultimate in clarity, right? And so you need to understand and know if everything is working correctly in your business. And if you have virtual assistants or individuals helping you, whether they are volunteering in your nonprofit or whether you have hired someone to assist you in your for-profit, it doesn't matter. You've got to be clear. Have you Have you really written out things and delegated properly to those individuals? Have you done the things necessary, right, necessary for you to have clarity as a leader? And then have you done the things necessary in order for you to generate those leads and for you to close some sales? So you need to be thinking about that. Here's number three. Am I clear on my role and responsibility as CEO? I don't think as business women, especially if we're micro business owners or we don't have any employees yet, I don't think sometimes that we think of ourselves as being the CEO of our companies. But listen, honey, you better believe you are the top CEO of your company, right? You are the chief executive officer. You are the one that gives the vision, that gives the directive, that helps the company to 
set a solid foundation. And without your vision, without your creativity, without you basically giving the directions of where the company should go, nothing's going to happen. So you've got to be clear on your role, and nothing helps you to be clearer on your role than creating a position description for yourself as the CEO. Number four, what task will I be delegating to others and following through on? If many of you who have been listening remember, I said that this year is a whole new ball game for us all, right? No more just doing everything all by yourself. You are definitely not going to grow that way. And one of the important things in business is the word scale. When you are scaling your business, meaning you're trying to get your business to go to the next level, you want to generate more leads, you want to generate more sales, you want more money flowing into your company, then what you're talking about is scaling your business. In other words, you are preparing your business to handle more income, more intake, more communications, more customers. And in order to do that, I can tell you right now, you can't do it alone. You cannot do it by yourself. So scaling your business is all about delegation. And you guys remember, I talked a lot about the difference between delegation versus abdication. Abdicating, we don't want that. Look it up, okay? Abdication is is like handing something off to someone without care or concern, and you're just kind of waiting on them to give it back to you. Well, you cannot do that. Abdication is not the route to go. So again, when you're talking about scaling, which we all are, right, because all of us, are trying to move into either six figures, mid-six figures, or on to the world of seven figures. So we can't do that without scaling. And in order to scale, you've got to learn to delegate, create that power team that I always talk about. And last but not least, in the five questions of focus and action, am I clear on my business finances? This is just such an important topic to me. Finances have everything to do with your business budgeting, your bookkeeping, your accounts payable, and it also has something to do with your cash flow uh, analysis, okay? And I always talk about how important it is for you to become the queen of cash flow. And why you want to become the queen of cash flow is because, honey, the numbers will never, ever lie to you. And that's the one thing that I learned all together in reference to you know, how can I make better decisions? How can I be assured that I am going to get the end result that I am looking for for my business? If I create an event and I want to have a certain number of people, how can I be assured that if I if I prepare correctly, market correctly, target that right number, and drive uh, my sales in people attending? How can I be assured that I am going to have this set amount of money? Well, it all has to do with the cash flow and numbers, right? And that's why I love the cash flow, because if I make a decision that I want to add on a new service, add on a new division, add something new to my company, buy something new, um, I want to go ahead and develop a new process for clients that's going to cost some money, then I need to look at my cash flow. I need to determine 
how much is that going to cost me? Or I need to determine how many new customers or clients do I need? Or I need to determine how many product units do I need to sell? All of that is in the cash flow. And the one thing that I know about numbers that is hard for us as women to handle sometimes is one fact about numbers, and that is numbers will never, ever lie to you. Numbers will never, ever lie to you. I think this is why as women, and we have this in common, not all women, so I don't want you to think that I'm trying to clump you with all of us, but in common, a lot of the times when women are wanting to go against what they know they should be doing, they will ignore certain things. So sometimes in business, when you know you shouldn't be making certain decisions, you will ignore looking at your business checking account, or you will ignore looking at your cash flow or even doing a cash flow to help you make the better decision. But I'm here to tell you that if you want to be well on your way to a six-figure diva, to a seven-figure diva, then cash flow is the way. Becoming a cash flow queen is very, very important. So this last question in the five questions of focus and action, am I clear on my business finances? Hey, ladies, you cannot ignore this question. You have to ask yourself, do I have a bookkeeping system? Do I have a system for how I pay my bills every month, my accounts payable? Have I made the right decision? Do I need to cut back on some things that I'm currently paying for? Um, Do I understand how to prepare a cash flow? And do I utilize the numbers to help me make the right decisions? So these are some things that you have to be asking yourself. And so there you have it, five questions of focus and action that's going to help you to be the CEO you need to be for your company, help you to focus, help you to do the things that you need to do to take yourself to the next level. And ladies, listen up. I'm not telling you anything that I don't tell myself. The first first thing that I always try to tell people when I am, sharing processes, principles, information, techniques, is that I am teaching you from my failures, and that is the truth. Whatever I have not done well in in the past, I have always tried my best to find a better solution, and when I find a solution that's working and when I see that it's helping me to make more money, I'm going to pass it right on to you because that's what it's all about. It's about us blessing each other, right? And so I'm going to be passing it on to you. So again, I'm sharing these five questions of focus and action because they have helped me to be a better leader, to be a better CEO. And I know if they help me, then they are going to help you as well. It is 1245, 15 minutes before the hour of one. I want to go ahead quickly and move right into our hot topic. Uh, And guess what? We are on the last Monday of the month. I'm going to be closing out a passion for follow-up. And today we're going to be talking about it's all about the workflow. Now, I have mentioned the word workflow before, but what I want to do is I want to just kind of talk about what is a workflow, right? And I want to share with you five main areas of a workflow that you should be concerned about, that you should be making sure these things are being implemented day in and day out in your business, okay? So with that said, let's go ahead and get started. Again, it's all about the workflow. Well, check this out, ladies. 
your daily workflow is really about how you are functioning and administratively handling the task in your business on a daily basis, right? And in order to in order for you to carry out your vision, in order for you to carry out your goals, it is going to require that you have a daily workflow. And you can't have that daily workflow if you don't plan it. But there are some things about a daily workflow. There are some main areas of a daily workflow that I really want to share with you. And I really want you guys to take good notes here. So if you are not taking notes now, you better pull some paper out of that printer and go ahead and get a pen and take these notes. Because I'm telling you, this is information that you're going to be able to put to use right away. So it's key that you guys listen up on this, okay? So the first thing you need to understand about the five main areas of a daily workflow is that a daily workflow is, number one, for generating leads through marketing. Two, it is business goals and tasks. It's all about business goals and tasks for your daily workflow. And then communication, that's number three. Number four, your daily workflow. Also, it's important to have that follow-up and follow-through process. And notice I use two different parts of follow-up. Is first follow up and then follow through. That's number four. And then number five is leadership. So those are the five main areas. So now let me go back into each of those areas and break it down for you, okay? So number one, generating leads through marketing. Here are some questions that you should be asking yourself, and hopefully these questions are going to lead you to answers that will say, well, th then if these are my answers, then this is what I do have or don't have, and this is what I need to do to get this implemented, okay? So generating leads through marketing is number one of the five main areas of workflow. What should be happening daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly that creates more leads and generates more sales for you? What should be happening? You need to sit down and seriously ask yourself that question, right? You also should ask yourself, how are you or how am I currently generating leads? Because what I have found out is that First of all, a lot of people are not generating leads because they don't have a lead generation system, right? So the thing that you're going to hear me talk about a lot is the word system. And as a side note, I just want to say this as I continue on with uh, it's all about the workflow. Everything that I do, everything that I have learned points to the fact that we have to get use of being and creating in a system, okay, being in a system and creating a system. I, I base my factual information from systems and knowing that we cannot live without systems or do without a system, I base that on two things. Number one, I base it on God, the creator of the heavens and the earth. I, I base that on the fact that we live in an earthly system. We live in a huge planet called Earth, that is surrounded by um, a gaseous layer, spins on what we term as an axis and revolves around, uh, around the, the globe. And it's just doing it because it's a system, right? Now, in that system, in that ball, and sometimes many of you need to really go to Google and take a, uh, a live look at the Earth put in the Google search live, look at the earth, 
and look at the earth and realize that you're in that ball, right? You're in that gaseous ring of ball called earth. You're in that, right? So that is one system. The second system is that our creation, who we are, our bodies, our human flesh and bones, our body is designed off of a system. And if any part of that system stops working, it causes us problems, right? So we have a heart system, a lung system. We have a circulatory system. We have a renal system that carries all of the fluids and filters the fluids. We have a bowel system that empties out the waste. We have all of these different systems in our body. So creation in and of itself is actually a system. And I don't know if you guys have ever thought about that, but this is what I base knowing for sure that in order to be successful, you must follow God's pattern of creation and you, for everything that you want to accomplish in life, for everything that you want to do in life, you have to have a system in order for it to happen, okay? So this is why you need to understand that when you're talking about uh, having a passion for follow-up, the passion comes from the fact that you need to develop a passion to know that this is the key to you being a wildly successful and abundant woman. This is about you being able to generate the income that you so desire. So getting back to the five main areas of workflow, number one, I talked about generating leads through marketing, right? But I talked about the fact that how are you generating those leads? Many women don't have lead generation tools. They're not using the automated process. Do you have an opt-in pop-up form on your website? Do you have a separate landing page to point people to when you are posting in social media or when you are sharing information on a website and you want them to pay attention just to that one thing? Do you have that? Because these are the questions that you should be asking. Here's the next thing, the second thing in the, in the five main areas of workflow, business goals and tasks to support your business goals. So the hierarchy of accomplishing your goals is first you start with that main core of your vision, but then what's going to support your vision? You're going to break down smaller goals, of course, to support the vision, but what supports the goals? Well, tasks. Tasks are like the sparks that ignite the flame and help you to accomplish your overall vision and goals. And so you, you can't do without them. So here's the thing. Are you clear on your goals for at least the next six months to one year? Do you know what it is that you want to experience in your business when it comes to the number of customers, the amount of money, um, how you want to function administratively, how you will become the ambassador of your business and take it to the next level? Do you know what you want to experience and what you want to accomplish within the next six months to one year? Have you decided on delegation, whether you will keep a particular task or whether you will assign it to someone else. So you need to make those decisions. The third thing in the five main areas of workflow is communications. And this one is really key because how are you currently staying connected to your current clients? You know, one of the things that I think we ignore a lot, I don't know if it's just that as business women, we don't see it, but that age-old principle that 80% of your business can come from 20% of 
of your customers or clients, that is very true. However, nothing will happen if you don't have a communication system set up in order for you to communicate efficiently, right? And so you have to ask yourself the question, how am I currently staying connected to my current clients, right? If anybody has purchased anything from you, they are a client or a customer. Next, you need to ask yourself, how am I staying connected with my current contacts? Now, let me break something down that you guys may not have thought about, and it's important that you think about it in this way. When you first have a contact, let's say you meet an individual at a networking event or someone introduces you, but you've just met a new person, that individual is an actual what we call a contact, okay? Now, once you connect with that contact, and communicate with them, you can then determine if that contact is actually a lead, meaning they may have shown some interest in what I have to offer, or whether that contact is a prospect. This person has actually said they need this service now, and so therefore they are a prospect, a hot prospect, because they have just told me what they, that they are interested in my service, so it's my responsibility to close the sale with them. So there's a difference between a contact, a lead, and a prospect, and a client, and a customer, okay? And it's important for you to understand that because a lot of the time, business people have a tendency to just clump all of them into one area. And because of this very one reason, I believe it is why most people don't communicate easily effectively to their different types of contacts. So you have to ask yourself, you know, am I staying connected with my contacts? And then don't forget, you have different ways that you should be communicating to different contacts. How you communicate with your customers or clients, people who've already purchased from you, is different than how how you will communicate with people who are brand new contacts for you right? Um, And then how you communicate with people who are prospects is going to be different from how you connect with people who are your clients and your, um, your leads, right? So you definitely need to make sure that you understand that in communications, you have contacts, you have leads, you have prospects. And then you need to ask yourself, what's the process for communicating with new leads and prospects? Because there should be a system specially designed, customized for your type of business on how you're going to process all new leads and prospects. Because that's where your money is. Make no doubt about it. There's no mistake in that. Your money is in the list and the list is going to be divided up amongst your leads and your prospects. So again, don't forget that. And they become a prospect when you qualify them in some way, whether you send them an email and they actually check off that, yes, I'm interested in becoming a client now, or yes, I'm interested in this product. Well, then you know that they are a prospect, and then you can start sending them discounts and things to help nudge them to go ahead and make the, make the purchase of whatever it is that you're trying to um, share with them, right? If they are a lead, meaning 
they have shown some interest, you may be able to determine they are a lead by offering them some, something compelling and free, such as a free report on how to do something, um, such as a free consultation. Then you can determine, hey, this is a lead, and let me make sure that this lead becomes a prospect. And then, of course, number four in the five main areas of workflow is follow up and follow through. Have you created your, your follow-up and workflow process. That's important, you know, and you can internalize that by saying, have I created my follow-up workflow process? And then also you can ask yourself, how many times will I need to follow up with someone before I just count them back as a general contact? right? So you never get rid of your contacts. And that's the one thing that you need to know and understand. This is why um, in the database list or the segmented list you actually create, you should always have just a general contact database that you keep cleaned and scrubbed uh, free of bounced emails and different things like that. You should always have a general list that always get an email from you. If you can't do it once a week, then you can do it biweekly or every 14 to 21 days. But you always need to be following through. If you have emails that's going out to leads and, and prospects, then they need to be right away getting emails uh, every other day at least, right? Because this is of an urgency because if they don't get what you have to offer from you, they're going to get it from someone else. And so that's why there's an urgency to dealing with leads and prospects. So those emails and communications need to go out frequently, okay? And so the follow-up and the follow-through process is key um, because it is the process that helps you to nurture and tend to and take care of all of your connections. And the follow-through part is that you are making sure that you go a step beyond following up, and following through means you're carrying it out all the way to the end until you see some desired result. That's very, very important. And then last but not least, number five in the daily workflow is leadership. Your ability to lead is essential for creating a very functional workflow system. You will not be able to do everything if you plan on scaling and moving your business to the next level. It's just not going to happen. Something is going to fall through the cracks, right? And so it's important for you to understand, and I can't say this enough, it's important for you to understand that you have to get your skills up to par when it comes to leading your company and taking your business to the next level. So you need to be asking yourself right now, what type of leader am I? Am I a passive leader? Am I clear on my business goals and priorities? Am I clear on those things? Do I even know what I should be doing as the leader of my company? Do I consider my the ambassador of my business? Do I represent my business well? Do I look like someone that would represent the type of company that I own? You know, how am I branding myself as the CEO of my company? In reference to daily workflow, am I so clear on my priorities that I know exactly what it is that I need to delegate and how I'm going to delegate it? So these are questions that you have to ask yourself because it's essential to your workflow capabilities, okay? And I can't talk about that enough. So there you go, the five main areas of workflow, 
Number one, generating leads through marketing. Number two, business goals and tasks to support them. Number three, communications. Number four, follow up and follow through. And then last but not least, leadership. Number five, I certainly hope that you guys have taken some really good notes on this and that these questions are going to help to spark answers that will help you to take your business to a whole new level. I know they helped me go to a whole new level, and it's given me a real wake-up call on some things that I need to improve on for my companies, and I know that it will help you to do the exact same thing. Well, that's all I have for today. Make sure you mark your calendar for next Monday, which is the first Monday in March, as we bring on a whole new topic. If you haven't registered for the webinar, A Passion for Follow-Up, where I am actually going to take a, a business and show you how that business is creating an automated system, follow-up system for itself, you, you're going to miss out all together. So you guys need to make sure that you go and register. To do that, simply go to womenaboutbiz.net. Again, that's womenaboutbiz, B-I-Z as in zebra, dot net, N-E-T. And then once you get there, click on events in the top right menu bar and register for a passion for follow-up. I'm also asking you today to bless me with something very special, and that is to bless the life of another businesswoman. So if you can you know, just capture the link to the Passion for Follow-Up webinar page on Women About Biz and share that with at least two to three other women in a personal email or on your personal Facebook and say, hey, guys, you need to be taking this. That means that we will be able to bless the lives of other women who actually need this information, who's looking for this information. Somewhere out there, there is a woman praying right now saying, Lord, I need guidance and I need help on how I'm going to properly run my business and operate my business. And you could be the answer to that woman's prayer. So I want to encourage you to please share a Passion for Follow-Up webinar with two or three people. And by doing so, you will bless me and you will bless the lives of another woman that you have shared it with. On behalf of Women About Biz, I want to thank you guys so much for listening to the show today. I want to make sure that you guys, you know, mark your calendar for this Wednesday for the webinar. Also, make sure if you're not a member of Women About Biz, make sure you go and click on the join button and become a free member. You definitely need to do that. That's our core membership, get you in the system, get you a part of our family of business women. And if you're not a member yet of our community, our Facebook group, make sure that you join our Women About Biz community. Um, you can do it in two ways. You can go on the website and you can click on community in the top menu bar and register from there and I'll get you invited. Or you can go directly to Facebook and put in Women About Biz group and you can request an, uh, an invite from there. Well, that's all I have for today, saying success is yours for the taking. Here's to positive choices that lead you to favorable results. Bye, my sister.